Hello, my name is Evan Margolin of MarketingCrazy.com and the Sellers Gone Wild podcast. And I am on the ACT Local Marketing for Small Business podcast. ACT Local, Act local. Marketing for Small Business, episode 138. And there's no stopping us right now. I feel so close to you right now. Welcome to ACT Local, Marketing for Small Business with your host, Kaylin Amadio. Kaylin helps smart, savvy, and motivated business owners like you kick it up a notch online, even if you've tried and been disappointed before, or technology just isn't your thing. Act Local will leave you with more ideas, more understanding, and more knowledge about why and how harnessing the internet gives you the power to bring your business to the next level. Whether you need help with online media, social media, video, or mobile marketing, Act Local will guide you into the 21st century with easy tips, tricks, and techniques that get your local business seen and heard. Each week, Kaylin features a new tip you can use today, as well as a range of guest experts who are passionate about helping local business owners thrive. And now here's your host, digital media maven, Kaylin Amadio. Welcome to Act Local, Marketing for Small Business, episode 138. I am the Boomer Gal, Kaylin Amadio. And every week here at Act Local Marketing, I do share a strategy with you that I call today's takeaway, where you get one action item, sometimes more, I can't help it, but you can walk away with these items now, implement them, and it'll help you grow your business. I also invite a guest expert each week to help you with various aspects of your business. And today's guest is so interesting to me. You've heard me speak to guests about using Amazon to create an income stream. And this particular guest is a Kindle Direct publishing expert. Wait till you hear this. The ideas will be flowing. So you got to stay tuned. You've heard me probably ad nauseum talk about the publishing of my upcoming book, The Boomer's Ultimate Guide to Social Media Marketing, which will be out now in March of 2016. And yes, that's a delay of six months from the original published date, but for a good reason. My publisher, Maven House Press, has joined a big, bigger than big, huge distribution chain. And in order to fit into that distributor's calendar, it meant pushing my book, to March of next year. So traditional publishing can be a long, long process. That's why so many existing, established, and brand new authors alike turn to self-publishing and particularly to Amazon to publish their books. Let's get to today's takeaway, the promised action item that you can have right now that will help you grow your business. So here it is. If you have a book inside you, or I've convinced you that publishing a book is good for business, then you should be aware of the paths that you can take to get your book in the hands of prospective clients. There are several ways to get published today because the book industry has changed dramatically over the last several years. One way, of course, is the traditional route. A second is something called a hybrid publisher. A hybrid publisher is a company that will publish your book in a traditional manner, in a timely manner. They will help you get the ISBN number, 
for the book and they'll help you create a marketing plan often and even help you get the book into some bookstores or other sales venues. However, you pay them to do this work for you. They charge a fee to make your dream of becoming published a reality. There's nothing wrong with this. It's a service and you pay for the service. Your book can be a huge boost to your business from a marketing perspective. So this is absolutely a valid marketing expense that you can look into if you think this is right for you, being a, uh, a published author. Now, a third route to publishing your business book is self-publishing. This is the do-it-yourself alternative, and maybe with a little help from the actual publisher, but you will do most of the heavy lifting yourself, or you will pay people to do aspects of creating your book that a traditional publisher normally handles, like writing the book. You can write it. You can hire someone to write it. You, hi you should hire someone to edit the book for you. You'll probably end up hiring someone to create a cover. You'll end up hiring someone to do the layout of the interior of the book. Think about it. Every book that you've ever opened, other than fiction, we're talking about nonfiction, about business books, there are graphs, sometimes charts, graphics. There's certain ways to lay out a nonfiction book, right? And that's something you likely don't have expertise in. So someone to lay out the inside of the book. And of course, the marketing of the book, because all of these things are going to be on your plate. A self-publisher is more like a printer for books. And we haven't even discussed electronic books or audio books, you know, the electronic and audio versions of a print book. So listen, drop me a line to ask at actlocalmarketing.com and I'll help you figure out which route is right for you to take to publish your business book so you can use it to market your business for growth. And that is today's takeaway. Please connect with me. Find me on the social medias like Facebook, Twitter, Google+. You know, I love to hang out at Twitter. That's the easiest place to find me. So follow me so that I can follow you back and get to know you better. And please tell your social media followers about Act Local Marketing. Subscribe to the podcast. You can find it over on iTunes and Stitcher. Leave me a review over at iTunes. Those reviews are, are really good for my business as a podcaster and gets the podcast noticed by more baby boomers whom I like to help grow their thriving businesses and vibrant lives. So it's time for a short break. But when we get back, my guest today, Ty Cohen, is here. And he's ready to step to the front of the room. So stay tuned. Tax Local is the place where busy entrepreneurs like you gain more ideas, more understanding, and more knowledge about why and how harnessing the Internet gives them the power to bring their business to the next level. Kaylin returns after a short break with more strategies and techniques to develop your inner warrior. We'll be right back. Act Local fans, this is Kaylin Amadio, and I have an exciting announcement. Today, October 7th, 2014, I'm launching a new podcast to celebrate the realization of a dream. You've heard me speak often on Act Local about the book I've been writing. 
Well, that book is becoming a reality. I have a contract to publish the Boomer's Ultimate Guide to Social Media. Soon, baby boomers everywhere will have all my strategies and guidelines in one swell book that'll help them build a map to social media success. To help promote the Boomer's Ultimate Guide to Social Media and subsequent books in this series, I've put together the Boomer's Ultimate Guide podcast, where boomers like me and like you can come together to learn, share, and grow a thriving business and a vibrant life. This podcast is 30 minutes in length and comes in both audio and video formats. I interview guest experts on business, finance, health, wellness, longevity, food, sex, dating, and more. You don't want to miss this next chapter in my life because I'm going to help you live yours more fully. Check out Boomer's Ultimate Guide Podcast.com. So close to you right now. Welcome to Act Local, marketing for small business with your host, Kaylin Amadio. Kaylin helps smart, savvy, and motivated business owners like you kick it up a notch online, even if you've tried and been disappointed before, or technology just isn't your thing. Act Local will leave you with more ideas, more understanding, and more knowledge about why and how harnessing the internet gives you the power to bring your business to the next level. And now here's your host, digital media maven, Kaylin Amadio. Welcome back. This is Kaylin Amadio, and you are listening to Act Local Marketing for Small Business. And I want to introduce you to today's guest, Ty Cohen. He is an accomplished publishing expert, an internet marketer, personal development coach, mentor, internationally known speaker. He's a former morning talk radio personality at WCLY in Raleigh, North Carolina, and an author who over a decade ago took a major gamble with his life financially by quitting his corporate job and starting a business of his own, an entrepreneur after my own heart. Now, that business soon became both an offline and an online success, generating millions of dollars in sales and totally transforming Ty's life, as well as the lives of countless others in just a few short years. Now, over the last 11 years, Ty has taught tens of thousands of people just like you how to successfully market, promote, and sell their books on Amazon's Kindle Direct Publishing platform using the very same system that allows him to generate upwards of, and listen to this, if I had a drum roll, I would do it, $50,000 a month with the Kindle Direct Publishing platform. So, Ty, first of all, welcome to Act Local Marketing for Small Business. I'm excited. You know, Caitlin, I can't wait to hear what we're going to talk about because every time I, I, I get on one of these things, I just get some amazing ideas. And uh, I've been looking into your show, right? Yeah. And I am pumped because from what I've heard so far, this is going to be this this Friday right here. Right. For me, it's going to be like a Monday, Tuesday where you just come in and you're just you're just chock full of nuts. <laughs> you know, so I'm I'm looking forward to this. Well, you have hit me at the right moment in life, my friend, because I, you know, I have a book coming out in traditional publishing okay. uh, in March of 2016. I was actually asked to be part of one of those compilation books. Nice. That's going to come out on Amazon. I think they said October. Um, and you and I happen to be talking. What is it? It's August. Um, although this show probably won't come out till later in August or September for people to hear it. 
But um, you're hitting me at the right time in life because I am looking, now that I've gotten into this whole publishing world and people have heard me talk about, you know, my whole saga getting my book published and, and, you know, how that leads you, you know, down a path. Now I'm starting to look at the content of my podcast because I love doing the podcast. I love meeting people like you. There's so many things to learn, you know, from other experts, but I realize I'm sitting on this gold mine of audio content that if I transcribe it could become books. And I've just been sitting on it all these last three years, right? So in the back of my mind, I'm going, wow, I've got a lot of books. I'm sitting on a bunch of books. Now, how am I going to make that happen? So you are exactly the man I need to be talking to. I'm so excited to have you here. Perfect. Uh, you know, and I think a lot of people are like that, especially entrepreneurs. We we have content in so many different formats, and we just undervalue it. Yeah, exactly. How many times have, have people, think to yourself, people, you've put together PowerPoint presentations, you've you've gone to speak somewhere and however you put your notes together, there's a lot of ways, not to mention, you know, you're answering emails. You might do interviews like this on podcasts or on radio or on television. There are a ton of ways that you've created content, but there's, you hear me say it all the time. It's an old adage, right? Don't reinvent the wheel. You can repurpose a lot of this content. You just need to uh, spark some ideas. And that's what Ty is going to uh, do with us today. Now, the first time I meet someone on the podcast, uh, Ty, I usually ask them to, in a nutshell, which I know is, it's hard to put your life in a nutshell, but just to give me your entrepreneurial journey. I like to, uh, I like to collect them, as it were. Absolutely. I actually got started with my first business when I was about 18, 19 years old. And I had no clue what I was doing. But I needed to start this business, and here's why. I was collecting comic books and action figures and old G.I. Joes from the 60s and 70s. And uh, I was working at Walgreens Pharmacy at this time, right? And I had no expenses. You're living with your mom, right? You're living at home, no expenses. So literally almost all of my money would go into my hobby, my passion of collecting. Mm -hmm. To the point where my room was like just overrun with just Again, these action figures and my comics and my mom came in one day and she said, you have to do something with this. <laughs> uh, as a mom I of three sons, I get that completely. Okay. Yes. And I'm looking at her and I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, this is heaven, right? I've got everything here. Um, all I need is a sandwich. So I, at the time, there were publications that were specialty publications. And I thought to myself, I said, okay, well, maybe I could run some ads. And start selling like my extras because I would have doubles and triples of some of this stuff. And I put out my first ad. It was like a business card size ad. cost me 40 bucks. And I ended up making $150 off of that. <laughs> and that's all it took. Right. Like I, I was hooked at that point. Um, and then from that point, I went on. I started studying marketing. Like, uh, again, I was working at Walgreens Pharmacy. And I would work at Mar Walgreens from 2 p.m. till 10 at night. And then I would come home and study like all of these marketing books and copywriting books that I would go to the library and get. And I would study from like 11 to like four in the morning and then do that all over again the next day. Mm. So that was my that was my start into just getting bitten by the business bug. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. Now, I, I told you I'm excited to talk to you about this whole Amazon thing. And for for people who maybe you've been living under a rock, I don't know where you spend your time. But, you know, you can buy real books, you know, that you have in your hand, but they're all also digital, 
copies of books. And Amazon, of course, is a huge purveyor of, you know, book selling. Uh, and I guess that's how they started when I think back on it. They've been around so long now and they sell so many things. I don't, I don't really think about it, but they started out as an online bookstore and you know, you all go to Amazon and you order books, but people have gotten very accustomed to the whole digital wave of reading digital books. And you know that Amazon came out with a, a product that they called the Kindle. And now there's a whole bunch of versions of the Kindle. I, my Kindle was the the favorite, and I think I had version two. I didn't have the first version. I had the second generation, however long ago that was. And it was my favorite gift my husband ever gave me because I'm mm. a big reader. Now I've moved on to uh, iPad, right? So I have the Kindle app on my iPad. I don't actually read my Kindle anymore. I do all my reading on my iPad. But for those of you who read digital books, you know that Kindle is that product at Amazon where you can read electronic copies of any book. What you may not realize is that some books only come in electronic copies. So there's a whole world out there that you can get involved in. And Ty, you have made hundreds of thousands of dollars from what I'm reading publishing these eBooks through Amazon's Kindle Direct Publishing platform that they have. So... First of all, how did you figure out that this was a thing that you could monetize, right? And how, how did you successfully get this going? Because we want to pick up these golden nuggets because I know that I'm interested in this and there have to be listeners out there that would be interested in taking their content and doing the same thing. Absolutely. So, And, and you just shared a, a ton of great information. I love that. So, again, we'll go back to... Me first getting bitten by the business bug, and I had some success with uh, selling antiques and the, and the Disney and the G.I. Joe wind-up. So then I took that, and I started publishing physical books, teaching people how to uh, start their own businesses. Mm. And I would sell these physical books. Amazon had another program, which is actually still existent to this day. Uh, when they first got started, they had a, a program called Amazon Advantage. And the purpose of this program was to allow authors to sell their physical books through their platform, so through the Amazon website. And because I was a part of that program early on, I got asked to be uh, a beta tester with the Amazon Kindle publishing platform when they rolled it out. Okay. So, and here's the thing, Kaylin, I was really skeptical because, you know, me being online pretty early, I had heard of ebooks. I actually purchased a ton of ebooks. Um, they sat on my hard drive, didn't really do much with them. And I wondered how much the masses would take to the concept of, of reading in a digital format. Mm-hmm. So I was really skeptical. And I actually pers- per- I had published my first ebook to the KDP platform, Kindle Direct Publishing platform. And I let it sit there. And I didn't go in and log into my account until about two, two and a half months later afterward. Because, again, I'm not thinking anything of it. Right. When I finally logged in, I saw where I had made a couple of hundred bucks worth of sales. So, again, I'm thinking, holy cow. Like, I had expected to see, like, 12 bucks, $13 in here. So, I'm saying, okay, well, maybe there is something to this. And I actually ended up publishing more books and more ebooks and more ebooks. And the beautiful thing about this, you alluded to this earlier. When Amazon first got started, right, 
their number one goal was not to become the mammoth that they have right that they are right now, where they're selling kitchen appliances and gadgets and vitamins. They sell and everything almost else. everything now. Yeah, everything. It's beautiful. I don't have to leave my house, right? right. Which is, it's a problem also for me, but because uh, it's <laughs> addictive. But their number one goal was to become the planet's largest bookstore. The planet's largest bookstore. And the folks over there, I don't know if it's Jeff Bezos, who's the CEO of Amazon or someone that's on his staff. They said, why don't we open up our platform to anyone that has quality content and allow them to sell it digitally through our site? And that's how the Kindle Direct Publishing platform came about. What's, what's the easiest way to become the largest bookstore, right? It's just to, to, to not just take the authors that are known and that are out there already, but to invite the average person like you and me and the listener that's listening in right now, you, the person that's, that's hearing my voice, right? So Amazon came up with that, and they created this platform. They made it free, so you don't have to pay to, to be involved. And the other brilliant thing that they did was they made it extremely simple, very easy because if it was complicated i think a lot of people would bypass it right and say no it's too difficult but it's so simple to the process where to the point where you literally have your content and it could be in a word format and there's also other formatting options and you upload it to their platform you go in you add your title you add your description you add your price point and a few other elements including your book cover you hit publish and you're published on Amazon.com as well as all of your international sites like their UK site and a German site and all of the other sites that they have. So it's a, it's a beautiful way to test the waters. That is so interesting. You've got so many ideas running through my head. So let me ask you a couple questions. First of all, if I publish to um, the Kindle Direct Publishing Platform, KDP, can that actually become a physical book also? Yes, Absolutely. So and they, that, they will actually, I could pay for them to print that book as well. You, you actually can, but here's, here's the process that I take. So now, uh, and, and I just want to, oh, can I share something with, with everyone that's listening? Because, again, I don't want anyone to overcomplicate the process. With digital books now, most of the books that I publish are no longer than 75 pages. Oh, and I've tested this. Right? I've, I've published, you know, pages that when I first got started, I paid 700 bucks to have my first book uh, ghostwritten. Uh-huh. I paid way too much money. Uh, I still lose sleep over that now, five years later. <laughs> <laughs> you can afford it now. It's okay. You can get some sleep. Uh, yeah, I could get some sleep, right? And um, and I thought that it had to be like the size of the Bible. I thought it had to be two, 300 pages. I was yeah. wrong on both fronts because now, because people have a shorter attention span, we've got so much going on, and the combination of the fact that we have these digital devices that we're reading our material on, whether it's fiction or nonfiction, we just want short burst. We just want to get it, and that's it. Whether it's entertainment, we're reading fiction, or whether we're looking for a solution and we're reading nonfiction, something that's in a how-to format. We just want the answer. We want to be entertained, and we want to go. Okay. All right, so um, I found out that publishing less than 75 pages is actually best and then the other thing is, I forget, I, I lost track really quickly. What was the, what was the original question? Oh, because, now, uh, you're ta- now you're taxing my memory. Oh, I asked you if uh, if I publish on KDP, can it actually be a physical bam, book? Bam, there you go. Absolutely. Okay, so here's the other thing now. When, I'm first pub- when I first publish something, I don't want to invest too much time 
or money into it until I know if it's going to be in demand, if it's going to sell. Okay. Right? Because I've made that mistake as well. I put a year into something, spent a ton of money into it, a lot of time, and it just didn't work out for me. Right. Okay. Right? And there's reasons behind that. I could talk about that as well. So, so here's what I do. Once I get 100 sales, then this is the process that I follow. The next thing I do is I then go in and have it translated. I'll hire someone to translate it into Spanish. Mm. Okay, because yeah. it's now in demand in English. There's a huge Spanish market that's out there, and they want this stuff. I've actually had customers, and, and this is, I can't take credit for this, right? I wish I, I could, but I've, I've just had customers who would contact me and say, do you have a Spanish version of this? Right. And it took six months before the light bulb went off. And I said, well, maybe I need to. You know? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Sometimes the obvious no, is not very, so obvious. Yeah, but very clever and so easy to do. I Extremely mean, you've, easy. You've just, uh, I sort of gave a little litany of all the ways people create content. Mm-hmm. And I'm, of course, the, you know, I only speak one language. So I'm thinking in English and I'm doing everything in English. But you just gave me an entire, right, an entire another huge market. That I could easily access, and for the investment, so it takes me about it costs me about a hundred bucks to have uh, an ebook translated into Spanish. Right, and this is again, it's quality. Everything that you do here, you want to make sure that it's top notch, that it's quality, because it's a business. This is a real life business, even though you know it's digital and it's online. Uh, it's something that can generate you a passive income stream for years and years and years. I still have books that I published five years ago that are still making me money to this day. Right. So how, again, how many books do you have published on Kindle, would you say? Right now I have uh, just over 500. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. All under your name or do you have pen no, names also? None of them are under my name. Oh. Everything is under a pen name because, again, you don't want to be considered to be the jack of trade, mm-hmm. jack of all trade, right? Mm-hmm. So you, you can't be a, a romance novel author and then you're also publishing a book on how to fix, fix a Volkswagen Jetta. Right. You, no, you're absolutely correct. So uh, okay. it doesn't make sense I'm, in that sense. I'm getting sense. myself off track. You, you're bringing up so many questions in my head. Okay, the, the other thing that... Oh, wait, you, wait. Go, I, I okay, go want, ahead. I, okay, go I, ahead. Hate, I usually hate to interrupt, but, but I, I got to continue sharing the next step in the process. Okay. okay. Uh, so after I have it translated into Spanish, then the next step is to go in and hire a voiceover artist so that they can create an audio version of it for me. Um, so that I reach folks like myself who prefer listening to audios because it just allows me to save time. I'm walking right. through the park, I'm at the gym, I'm in a car dropping the kids off at practice, I can listen to an audio right. Right? versus reading. As much as I love to read, I just don't have the time. Right. So, again, that's another way. And you do that in Spanish on. also. Uh, no, I don't. You just gave me an idea. There me... you go. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> I knew I was going to learn something right? here. Right? I mean, that? why not? Oh now my gosh, you, that's a beautiful thing. You, I love I it. I just increased your uh, your revenue by twenty five percent, right there. Oh, uh, don't ask for a check. Okay. <laughs> okay. But maybe you'll come back, right? Yeah, you'll do another absolutely. interview with me in a few months, yeah. and we'll, I love we'll that. See how that's that went. you see, and that's why, be, not, that's why I love right? speaking to smart people there. You know, so yeah. you get you get these ideas. So the other thing is. You, you have it translated into Spanish, and there's a few other languages as well. Uh, I know we're short on time, so I'm going to make this as concise as possible. And then you have it translated into audio. And then the next thing is getting to your original question is Amazon has a sister site, um, sister company called CreateSpace. Yes, I've heard of this. Okay. Yes. Then you go in and you turn your digital book into a physical book, 
and it's now made available on Amazon.com alongside your Kindle version. Okay. 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 So the digital and version that might be worth doing for something that's a good enough seller in digital. Yes. That you see, oh, people might want a hard copy of this also. They're absolutely going to want yeah. a hard copy. Yeah. You know, there's, there's folks who just refuse to, either they don't have a Kindle device, right? Right. Or they, they're unaware of the fact that if they have a mobile device, they can go in and download the app, right? right? Or they just refuse to, to, I refuse, I don't even own a Kindle device. How crazy is that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, well, I'm going to have to go back and delete that part because I'm sure Amazon doesn't want to hear that given the, the nature of, the, of our subject today. Absolutely. All right, so I don't want to forget the the other question that I had for you when, when you were starting out. Does it cost anything to publish an ebook on Kindle? You had mentioned paying paying money for your first book, but I wasn't sure that that had anything to do with Kindle itself. Right. Okay. So just a clarification: No, Amazon does not charge you to set up a KDP account. Not at all. Again, and it's because they want to get as many people as possible into their system. Right. They want to empower people who want to be authors. Right. Right. Okay. All right. So participating in the Kindle Direct Publishing Program doesn't cost anything except your time and effort to bring content to them formatted however they need it formatted to be published. That's correct. Wow. Now, what, what does cost you is actually having the content created if you go that route. Now, there's right. two ways. There's actually three ways, um, but th- there's two main ways to get your content created, your, your book, your ebook. Okay. Um, and again, this applies to both fiction and nonfiction. The first is not my favorite, and that is to write it yourself. Mm-hmm. Okay, I actually spe- I failed English 101 not once but twice because I was trying to prove something. So uh, it, it's not my favorite. So if I can do this, then... Anyone that's listening can do this. Right. right. Okay. The second way is, which is my favorite, 99.9% of all of my books are done this way, and that is to leverage someone else's time and expertise, and that is to outsource it. Right. So you can go in and use sites like Upwork.com, which is U-P-W-O-R-K.com. There's Elance.com. There's Guru, G-U-R-U.com. And... uh you will be amazed at the number of people that just love writing, that are passionate about writing, that are sure. former English teachers and former lit, te- former lit teachers and, and, and journalists that, you know, if you're looking for extra income, they've got some spare time, so it's a win-win. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. In fact, I met a, a guy a couple of weeks ago who is now in the banking industry, mm-hmm. but he used to be in the publishing industry back when it was... Um, you know, the way it, it used was. to be, right, right, before it became so digital, which is one of the reasons why he left. It got harder and harder to compete, and he decided to go do something else about 10 right. years ago. And it's never going back. No, it's not ever going. There's a lot of things in life that way that, you know, have changed because of the digital revolution. So. The music industry, right? We used yeah. to listen to oh, our my music goodness. in LP, LP format, like yep. vinyl records. Yep. I'm dating myself eight tracks, cassettes, and yep. now it's just yep. all, Yeah, you know, music Apple. and publishing both, it, it completely you know, devastated and, and changed the way they have to do business if they want to continue making money. But he, at, when he worked for a publisher, he wrote, and I can't remember how many of these, he took maybe 40 books mm. under a, a woman's pen name that were published as those little small books that are near checkout when you're at a bookstore. You know, those little cute books that you buy and you give as a gift for someone. They've got, yep. you know, their short little books. He became a best-selling author writing these little books that his publisher 
published. And I don't even remember what his pen name was anymore. Isn't but that a beautiful thing? I know, right? But the same kind of, you're talking about the same sort of thing, you know, with, um, in whatever industry, I, I'm a big believer that everyone is an expert at something. And mm -hmm. the older you get, the more something's, you you could be considered an expert at because you've lived life and you've done a lot of things. So why not have, you know, a few pen names if this appeals to you, this whole idea of being published uh, as a means of, of creating income for yourself. Why not have several different, um, you know, aliases and write about the things that you know about or you talked about hiring someone. Uh, see, I'm a writer, so I do like to sit down and write. But I recognize everyone doesn't do that. So you could hire somebody else to do it for you. Or you could just speak and then transcribe it and have somebody edit that for you or do the editing yourself. You know, have someone interview you. There's a lot of ways that, that you can get the knowledge out of your head also. Yep, And that's um, the third way, the, the, the third method that I was going to mention. Every, every single PC out there has a speech-to-text program. Right. Uh, or you can you can buy something like Dragon Naturally Speak and then just speak it and, and again, it have someone go in and edit it for you. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. There are transcription services, um, like magic script, uh, Lainey Cattell, who does some of my transcribing, who will actually do editing, you know, take out the us and the ahs and, and things that didn't quite make sense so that what you receive back is, is a, a piece of written work that makes sense that you can now much more easily, do something with and quite frankly you can get transcription done for uh, a dollar i guess it's a dollar a minute of audio yes. which, which is not um i mean it, it that's actually not a lot of money it might sound like a lot of money to you but it's actually not a lot of money because you speak much faster than you can write or read and uh, i know for like an hour of, of this podcast for example or 45 minutes of this podcast, I end up with maybe 11 or 12 pages of uh, written text because of it. That's that's a lot of content to now. Yeah, go that, that is a lot. Yeah, absolutely. And then you can go in and once you get it back, you can go in and always add to it because there's, yes. there's going to be more of it you want to add to it. And, and the other thing about this is, I just want to mention this really quickly is because I see a lot of people, they make the mistake of wanting to make their ebook 100% perfect. Mm-hmm. Right, these are digital books, so you can always go in and revise them. You can always go in and and, and add oh, to them or remove things. Think about that. All right, and you, you can, can update them. Fix it. Oh yes. yeah, or update it as things. Forty change. times a day, if you wanted to. Oh, how interesting. Okay, so you have published a lot of books. Now there must be, there must be a reason that you put so many of these books out besides just monetization. I'm assuming that there's sort of a a shelf life you've discovered to these you you've told us that 75 pages or less tends to be ideal right now is there some sort of shelf life from the moment you publish to the point where you start to see uh the earnings drop and it's time to put another book out well no traditionally no that does happen every once in a while but the percentages are very 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 slim um okay but here's what I, I, I have found out over the years is, number one, I never publish anything that deals with a, a fad or a trend, mm -hmm. right? Uh, I never publish anything that is seasonal. 
how to uh, Christmas mm-hmm. recipes, Thanksgiving recipes, or anything mm-hmm. like that. Cookbooks do very well. Recipes do well. Right. Um, but I never publish anything of that nature because if I'm going to put the time and effort into it, I want something that's going to sell year-round versus just for 30 days or, or 60 okay. days or so. Okay. Uh, and and that's, that's pretty much it as far as... I, and, and I publish nonfiction and fiction okay. as well. It's so much easier to go in and do the research for um, problems that people need solutions to. How to mm-hmm. fight acne, how to overcome... Um, well, just about anything. Just about anything, <laughs> right. right. I just it's had something in my head. I just, yeah, at, a time, yeah. at the time. It's, it's extremely easy. And a lot of these things are evergreen, right? So right. always think evergreen even if you're publishing something like a romance novel Mm -hmm. these things are evergreen right and they can always you can always piggyback off of those as well you can have volume one volume two volume three so if your reader falls in love with the content or with the material that they've read Uh they want more right all right so always think of that think think in those terms how can i always make sure that this is good enough but again don't overcomplicate it don't be the perfectionist because you'll never do it right that's true of so many things. Yes. Um, have you done testing on your titles? Like like in nonfiction, when we when we blog, a lot of times people like to see numbers, like the top seven blah, 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 right? Yes. Are there things like that that work better than others? Absolutely. I, I have a list of what I call my title enhancers. Okay. And these are for nonfiction only. And there are ways to, number one, Play on what, not, maybe that's a bad word, to capture what your prospect is already thinking about. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. words like how to, quick, um, easy. So how to stain your deck. Quick ways to get a loan. Mm-hmm. Easy ways to get my nursing degree or to get a nursing degree. Right. right? So incorporate those into your title. Because if you have a title that's something like, Let's say, and I'll just go off the cuff, uh, quick and easy ways to stain your deck versus... Um, Staining your deck 101. <laughs> right, staining right. your deck 101. You know, quick and easy, that's what we want. We want we want the easier way to do it. We want the quicker way to do it, you know. So yeah. these title enhancers, they go in, and, and these are just things that you can just plug into any title that uh, would be for nonfiction. Right, got it. So if I publish my first Kindle book this weekend... How much money can I earn in the next 90 days? Okay, so in the next 90 days, you can expect to earn about 500 bucks, depending no on. Way. And, absolutely. Uh, again, remember I told you my first book that I published uh, had generated me about 200 something bucks, and that was after I had checked it um, after some time. But so here's the thing. Again, there's a lot of factors that are involved here. It depends on the demand, it depends on the topic. It depends on your price point, mm-hmm. all right? So I found that price points between two ninety nine and five ninety nine are the best, right? Depending on what it is that you're you're publishing, mm-hmm. I found that um, you want to make sure that you go in and do the research, especially if it's something like nonfiction. You can use Amazon. Amazon is my best friend. I mean, I literally stay up nights just on Amazon, just researching and you can do a lot. Of, you know, I can tell you as a marketer, you can do a lot of research at Amazon on, on what people are interested in. Yes. You know, market research. Yeah. I agree with that. It's incredible. And then I also use Google keyword planner. So if you mm-hmm. go to Google and this is, there's no charge for this either. It's, it's Google. And then you type in keyword planner. Sure. Um, and then you just type in what it is, the idea, 
the topic that you're considering publishing around. So it might be how to grow Japanese uh, tomatoes. Type that in, and Google will actually show you how many people have searched for that phrase or that term within the last 30 days. And then they'll also do something even better. They'll give you similar phrases that people have typed in. So you can get a lot of ideas that way, and it also gives you an indication as to how much demand. So, and what I found is that the way people search on Google is very similar to the way they search on Amazon. Yeah, and that makes sense. You know, we've we've sort of we've learned how to interact, you know, with yes. that online world to find the information we're looking for, and then we just take that same uh, way of doing. To yep. various platforms, whether you go to YouTube or you're on Amazon or, you know, any place else, Google Absolutely. or any of the other search engines. I have so many more questions for you, but I know that we don't have all day. Can you just hold on through a quick break? Because I, I want to ask you a couple more questions. Let's do it. Oh, I am loving this. I, I'm this having a good time, right too. up my alley. You are listening to Act Local Marketing for Small Business with my special guest today, the Amazon... Kindle Direct Publishing King, Ty Cohen. And we will be back in just a moment. Axe Local is the place where busy entrepreneurs like you gain more ideas, more understanding, and more knowledge about why and how harnessing the Internet gives them the power to bring their business to the next level. Kaylin returns after a short break with more strategies and techniques to develop your inner warrior. We'll be right back. Once there was a smart baby boomer that loved her business. She knew that to grow it, she would need marketing. So she went for a search on the internet and came across all sorts of social media. She went on all the sites and opened accounts, but after starting profiles on all of them, she began to feel overwhelmed. To do all the marketing experts told her to do was just too big a task. She needed a change. Because she was a smart entrepreneur, she chose two of the popular social media sites to market her business. But after months and months, it didn't seem to make any difference. And she saw other savvy business owners using different sites here and blogging over there. When suddenly, she noticed more clever baby boomers going to iKalen.com and leaving so happy she just had to see for herself. iKalen.com helped her make a marketing plan to grow her business that wasn't too big and wasn't too little. It was just right. So close to you right now. Welcome to Act Local, marketing for small business with your host, Kaylin Amadio. Kaylin helps smart, savvy, and motivated business owners like you kick it up a notch online, even if you've tried and been disappointed before or technology just isn't your thing. Act Local will leave you with more ideas, more understanding, and more knowledge about why and how harnessing the internet gives you the power to bring your business to the next level. And now here's your host, digital media maven, Kaylin Amadio. Hey now, it's Kaylin Amadio, and you are listening to Act Local Marketing for Small Business with my special guest today, Ty Cohen. Ty is a business tycoon, and I'll tell you why. Because he has figured out how to utilize Amazon, which is, 
you you said it, Ty. It's the world's biggest bookstore. I mean, that was their goal, and I'm sure they met that goal. But now you you know you can go to Amazon and buy just about anything these days. But they have a very robust uh, book section that they sell. But they also have made it possible for every human being on the face of the planet to be a published author should they so choose. And that means that there's a way to monetize uh, Amazon as a business for yourself. And that's what we've been talking about, creating Amazon Kindle books as a method of um, creating an income stream. I mean, Ty generates upwards of $50,000 a month. And he, he's, he's told us that he's got over 500 books published. And, of course, I did ask him if they're all under his name. But, no, it makes sense to have uh, nom de plumes, right, to have uh, aliases, depending on what subject matter you're talking about because one person can't be an expert on absolutely everything under the sun. So this is, this is a business with strategy and, you know, applications and operating procedures so that you get the most out of what Amazon is offering you for free, I might add. Ty has told us that this publishing platform is free for you to use. So just think about it. If you're already in, in the digital world uh, creating content, or if you create content for offline kinds of presentations and talks and, and things that you do, you've got content that you can repurpose in other ways and the Kindle Direct Publishing platform is one of those things that you can be using to not just as marketing, get more people to know who you are and what you do, you know, you personally or your business or whoever it is you work for, but as a method of creating income, which is absolutely fantabulous. That's one of my favorite made-up words, fantabulous, Ty. My eight-year-old says that. <laughs> so maybe I didn't make it up. Maybe I heard it from him. So tell me, do you publish exclusively with Kindle? I don't. And again, uh, and I don't publish all of my books outside of Kindle, but some of them, the better sellers, the ones that are more in demand, I'll publish to Smashwords as well, smashwords.com, and uh, to the Barnes & Noble's Nook platform also. Okay. So I was wondering if Barnes & Noble's um, Nook, which is, I, I imagine, the the most direct competitor to an Amazon Kindle, uh, if they have a platform also. So I guess they do. Yes. They have a, a Nook Publishing. Interesting. All right. So I end up, my my first book that I mentioned that that's, that went the traditional publishing route, it's a very long story, I'll tell you one day, but it's coming out in March of 2016, and it's about social media. Most of my clients are over 50, and they can still be confused by this whole digital world and how to really make it work for them in their business. So that the title of that book is The Boomer's Ultimate Guide to Social Media Marketing. So I end up talking about social media a lot on Act Local Marketing. So tell me, are you using social media in some way to market your ebooks that you're selling at Amazon? You know what I am, and I actually just started, to be honest with you, mm. I just started this past year. Um, prior to that, I, I didn't do any marketing outside of Amazon. And the reason why I did start, well, let me back up. I only market on Facebook. That's it. Okay. I don't use any other platforms. I and need you, to. And you use paid advertising on Facebook? Paid advertising, yeah. that's correct. Yeah, it's so, a great so platform for that. Facebook ads, Don't I don't spend a lot of money again. I, I don't want to, you know, don't put a lot of time and effort into it unless you know that it's going to pay off. Yeah, that that's you've got it. a home run that, that's, that's worth right. it. Yeah. That's right. So when I start with a Facebook ad um, campaign, 
I'm going to start very low. And for me, that's three bucks, four bucks, five bucks a day. Right. Uh, and, and that's it. You know, the temptation is going to be there to set it at 25 bucks a day, 100 bucks a day. But don't, please, I've made that mistake yeah. because your money can go. I mean, in, in, in 30 minutes, you can blow through 100 bucks. Yeah, yeah. And that's true at Google advertising also, Google AdWords. You got to yes. be very careful and, and know what you're doing there. Um, and I'll tell you, uh, in case you don't know this, that Twitter is a real haven for authors and book selling. Mm. So if you're not using Twitter, that's something that you need to look into because there's there's good community uh, for authors in Twitter. And there is in Google Plus also. Good to know. Yep. Good to know. So you I'm, can, ta- you I'm can taking notes. I've got a page full of notes here already. Look at that. And you're going to translate into Spanish. There you go. Or audio. Uh, audio. Hey, I've Spanish got that audio. circled. Spanish audio. I've got okay. that sp- circled with that's arrows not, and everything that's, else. That's going to be a game changer. I, you got you to gotta get back to me and, and tell me how that works out. Absolutely. Especially now. You know, this is the best time to get started because we're coming into the holidays. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. I always see where my sales increase. Sure. Yeah, everyone's sales increase over the holidays. We just get into that. Buying mode, you're buying more mode, taxed with right? the money, right? Right. It's not just about you're buying gifts for people. You just get into spending mode and you start buying the things that you've been wanting or, you you know, impulse buys. You, we just, we spend more money, you know, during yep. the holidays. That's just, I guess we've taught ourselves to do that. That's um, it. And, and then in addition to that, when Christmas time comes around, what do people get as gifts? They get mobile devices, they get Kindle yeah, devices, sure. and they need to fill these things up that's with content, and hopefully your content. Yeah, that's a that's a really great point. So, um, if you're publishing books on Kindle, right? You so you've created content that you're specifically publishing on this Amazon platform. Do you then leverage that content in other ways outside of Kindle? You know, I I don't, I I don't right now to be honest with you. Um, and we talked about how so many of us have content that we're not doing anything with; it's yeah. just sitting there. So yeah. I'm guilty of that as well. Okay. okay. I could be turning this stuff into videos, YouTube videos. I could be using right. it for email. Right. Uh, slide e- share. Slide yeah, share. Yeah. All kinds bank. of things. Sure. Okay. I just wondered. And um, I have one last question for you before I can let you go. Uh-oh. And it, it is if you had to share one thing, one takeaway for today for our listeners, what would that be? That would be to get started. Well, I, I need to give them about two or three of them. That would be to get started. That would be to not doubt yourself. You know, I still doubt myself to this day sometimes. And I have this hour of power where every day I'll go in and I'll listen to something motivational, something um, that's uplifting. I'll walk around. We've got a walking trail where I live at here. And I have to pump myself up. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, and the and other thing. A lot thing, of us do. We, a we lot all, of us we do. We all have doubts, yeah. It's, it's, impo- it's, it's very important. So go in and publish that first ebook, and then don't, don't stop there. Right, go in and publish two and three. You don't have to publish five hundred, but at least go in and publish, you know, two or three of them. And at seventy-five pages, fifty pages, and even if you outsource it, yeah, like there's really no excuse. So you can get it done, and you can right. you can outsource this to someone, or you can write fifty or seventy-five pages yourself. Uh, and you can uh, look and at content that you already have, and probably put together something. There you go. See what happens, right? See what happens, and and so my. Uh, 
my last thing would be to just get started. Go ahead and, and just do it. Yeah, you really have nothing to lose with this. If they're not charging you to be part of their platform, if it's free to use, it's just your time and effort. That's right. And if you have the content already, I mean. You, yeah, then there's not a lot of effort left. That's right. This is so cool. Uh, I can't wait to uh, to make use of this. I've been I've been pondering forever how to re uh, reuse my podcast audios, and I'm I'm starting to realize that as Amazon has changed the way we consume um, books, that that is probably the way I should go. I'm so glad you were my guest today, Ty. You know what? I had a great one also. This is a good way to end my uh, my week here. <laughs> I'm so glad. I'm glad you had time for us. And those of you who have been listening, you know that if you come back to actlocalmarketing.com, it, like I always say, if you were on the treadmill or you were driving and you couldn't write down notes, no worries. If you come back to actlocalmarketing.com, you can always uh, look up Ty, T-Y is, is how we spell it, Ty Cohen, and um, find this particular episode where... Uh, I will remind you of any links. You know, I have Ty's uh, Facebook link. So that will be there so that you can find him. And is there someplace else that, that you want people to go online to find you? Yeah, absolutely. If, if you're interested in publishing your own ebook or ebooks, I should yeah, say. Yeah, because you have a program, right, that will teach people how to do this? Absolutely. It's okay. it's an entire a video program where okay. you get to look over my shoulder and, and see you know, what I do, why I do it, and how I do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I actually have a, a pretty comprehensive video that's online. So you can go in and watch that at kindlecashflow.com. So Kindle, K-I-N-D-L-E, cashflow, C-A-S-H-F-L-O-W.com. And then, you know, someone who's listening to this, and if they're interested, they may be wondering where do they get started with Amazon, and that's mm-hmm. just kdp.amazon.com. Oh, Okay. Okay. Right, so you can go there, and uh, that that should be your first step. You know, go check success it out. loves momentum, so go in, make that your first step. Go in and sign up right now. It'll take you like literally four minutes to do it. Okay, all right, and those are great tips. And like I said, you can always come back to this particular episode. You know, use the keyword Kindle or use Ty, um, and you'll you'll find this particular podcast episode, and then you can get to these links that uh, Ty and I have been talking about today. Once again, Ty Cohen, thank you for coming on Act Local Marketing for Small Business. Thank you. I love it. Hey, follow me on Facebook, guys. Cohen, C-O-H-E-N-T-Y, and ask me any question you have about this stuff. I love to hear your questions. Excellent. And you have been listening to Act Local Marketing for Small Business, where every Tuesday afternoon we release a new podcast episode at 1 p.m. Eastern Time. And until next time, I would very much like you to take care. Join Kaylin for more marketing madness each week on Act Local Marketing. It will leave you with more ideas, more understanding, and more knowledge about why and how harnessing the internet gives you the power to bring your business to the next level. Act Local Marketing for Small Business goes live every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern and can be found on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, and at actlocalmarketing.com. Have a question for Act Local? Email Kaylin at ask at actlocalmarketing.com. That's A-S-K at actlocalmarketing.com. And she may answer you right on air. Make sure to include your name and business website for a free shout out. Don't forget to tell your friends and colleagues about Act Local and leave Kaylin a review at the iTunes store. See you next time on Act Local Marketing for Small Business.